Greetings, this is Scott Swanstrom, your host of Mind Redefined, Lifting the Stigma Around Mental Health. And today's episode is Family Challenges and Mental Health Awareness. And uh, we have a very special guest with us today, Suzanne Melu, who is an attorney with over 20 years of experience in business and technology law graduating from the University of Florida with a JD and a Bachelor's of Science in Psychology. She's also a mother of two loving girls and a wife to a good and supportive husband. During her life journey, she was faced with mental health crises with a loved one who struggles with mental illness, leading her to redirect her passion, career, and caregiving to support her loved one and other challenges with mental illness. She is now the executive director for the nonprofit organization, for the National Alliance on Mental Illness in Jacksonville, Florida. She's promoting education, support, and awareness to those living with mental illness. Through her compassion for others, sharing of her life experiences, and bringing awareness to all the challenges of mental health care, she hopes to help tear down the stigma surrounding mental illness and bring awareness for the need of communities to help those living with mental illness to lead valuable and rewarding lives. Suzanne, thank you for joining us from NAMI here in Jacksonville, Florida. We are just excited about our conversation today and being able to jump into some family dynamics and the challenges that families may face when it comes to mental health. But we've got to start off with our first question. What is one thing that you're celebrating today? Well, first, Scott, thank you so much for inviting me to be on Mind Redefined today. I am happy to be here. But I'm celebrating the attention that mental health has gotten amidst the pandemic. Never has the term mental health and mental illness been more acceptable than when entire nations have felt the emotional strain that the pandemic has dealt us. I don't celebrate the trials and tribulations and the loss that people have endured due to the pandemic, but rather the acceptance that mental health is for all. And that you're not alone in feeling depressed or anxious or fearful. And that's the beauty of it. If we recognize these feelings as normal, then we can open up and learn when it becomes overwhelming or inhibits daily life. And we can seek treatment before we have mental health crises. Absolutely. And that's exactly the mission of this podcast and the mental health awareness training grant that we were awarded to be able to make this podcast possible. It's so important that we talk about mental health as if it was our own physical health. And we really do want to lower that stigma that comes along with that. If you have a mind, then you have mental health and you need to be aware of it and to really make it the best that it can possibly be. So Suzanne, you were joining us from NAMI, the National Alliance on Mental Health Illness, uh, the local chapter here in Jackson. Florida. Tell us a little bit about NAMI's mission. Yeah, so NAMI Jacksonville is one of the local affiliates on the National Alliance of Mental Illness. NAMI Jacksonville has been around since 1987, and our mission is to support and improve the quality of life for family members and those living with mental illnesses and co-occurring substance abuse through compassion, education, and advocacy. Our vision is that persons with severe and persistent mental illness can recover and lead productive and meaningful lives within their community of choice. NAMI Jacksonville has two clients, if you will, family members who are trying to help a loved one or individuals who are navigating the extreme challenges of mental illness. We provide free mental health programs to anyone in our community who is seeking help. Those include support groups and mental health classes called Family to Family and support groups and peer-to-peer classes. We provide an Ending the Silence presentation to middle and high school-aged youth to help them recognize the warning signs of mental illness and how to be a good friend to someone who is struggling. We also provide a wide range of presentations to community organizations to help bring awareness about mental illness and break down the stigma so people can find help. And finally, we advocate. We advocate for better quality treatment for mental illnesses. 
what an important service that you provide. Because a lot of us, when we're talking about mental health awareness and encouraging others to seek out supports and services that are out there, we, we generally think about those who are struggling with mental health challenges themselves. But the idea that there are supports for families who are navigating this together is extremely important. And I think it's something relatively new in the history of mental health and psychology. So just a great work that you guys are doing over at NAMI. We want to talk about family dynamics. And so when you're working with families, what are some of the biggest challenges that you've faced? Yeah, absolutely, Scott. Families who are trying to help a loved one who lives with serious mental illness face a lot of challenges, and it's sometimes so trying to continue to push so hard without the results you expect to see and with behaviors that are perplexing and seemingly self-destructive. I think the biggest challenge that we face is the hopelessness of families. Just as those who are living with mental illness often experience hopelessness, so do families who feel like they aren't able to change the course of their loved one's life. And the irony is that families are the most direct and most valuable support to someone living with mental illness. Sadly, many families give up because they just don't have the resources they need to understand the illness, to support their loved one, to navigate the system, and to institute some sort of self-care for themselves. I see it all the time, and I lived it. And it's to no fault of their own. It is trying business. And without learning the important lessons of self-care, it can be overwhelming overwhelming trying to care for someone with serious mental illness, and then individuals are left to navigate it by themselves without the love or support or compassion, and the end result isn't good for anyone. Our family was lucky because we had the support of one another, we never gave up, and we ultimately took NAMI's family-to-family class. Excellent. So a family decides to step out and to seek out supports and services, and they're connecting with NAMI. How do you guide families who may have a member that is facing a mental health challenge? NAMI teaches families what mental illness is, what brain functions cause it, and what causes the behavior that we may not understand. We provide support for families, not just individuals who are living with mental illness, and we know what you're going through as you desperately try to find help for a loved one. Our programs also are led by family members themselves who have lived experience of trying to help a loved one. They have walked in your shoes and they truly understand what you're going through and they have excellent information on how to navigate the challenges. It's why NAMI's programs are so life-changing. You know, we don't offer solutions per se because mental illness is tricky. And in many cases, you're trying to help an adult who has the freedom to make their own choices. But we do offer experiences and what has worked for us. We have navigated local resources. We have cried with you. We have walked away. We have lived in fear and despair. But we also have stories of hope, recovery, joy, and successes, even if it's treatment of self-care for yourself. I know maybe from a, a family perspective, and you can kind of correct me if I'm, I'm wrong, oftentimes there's a lot of denial in regards to mental health issues and challenges, and, and that's, that's not my loved one. They're, they're not going through that. Maybe it's a tough time. Maybe it's something else. But oftentimes we, we fear the things that we don't understand and the things that are mysterious to us. And so when we talk about mental health challenges, there's a lot of myths that are floating around out there. And that's one thing we try to do is a lot of debunking of myths in regards to mental health challenges. What are some myths that you would want to debunk for families that are unfamiliar with mental health challenges? 
Yeah, I, I agree, Scott. You know, and as trivial as it may sound, the idea that people living with severe chronic mental illness can just try a bit more to fight the emotional challenge and forge ahead is still one of the most common things we see in families. And it's no fault in their own. We don't know what we don't know. And even our family, as educated and loving as we were, we made the same mistake for many, many years. And it wasn't until taking NAMI's family to family class that we finally learned, that we finally understood and finally had the true compassion for what our loved one was going through. And I still find myself thinking that my loved one can just pick themselves up and try harder and tackle this even in recovery. But I try to put myself in their shoes and the brain functioning that causes the behavior and have much more compassion, which in turn leads to a better relationship between us. It leads to a place where they can be in recovery, that they can count on me, and that sometimes that's exactly what we always wanted with from our family member. So, In regards to NAMI, you mentioned the family-to-family class that was available. What are some of the key programs that NAMI provides to support families? Yep. So I mentioned the family to family class, but we also have family support group, which is another great chance for families to find support. And I'd love to note again that all of NAMI's programs are free and open to the public. A family to family class is an eight week long class that teaches understanding of what mental illness is, brain chemistry, experiences that their loved ones may be going through, compassion and better communication skills. And ultimately, the stories you share among participants provides a camaraderie that sets up a support system and a place of compassion and understanding among yourselves. And then our family support groups are ongoing support groups that anyone can drop into. They, too, provide an outlet for families in crisis who are at their breaking point and don't know where to turn. The benefit of support groups is that you also have other families who may have been attending for a long time provide advice on how they handled a situation and what may have helped them. And you can attend every session or just when you have a question. But I must say that we have families that come back every time because of the incredible support they receive there. That's excellent. It's not just information, it's relationships that you're providing. I, I, I love that. So NAMI has an exciting event that's coming up. And just in regards to making mental health awareness more of a regular conversation out in our communities, you guys are providing this awesome opportunity to connect and to create more awareness. Tell us a little bit about NAMI Walks Jacksonville. Yes, I would love to. So NAMI Jacksonville is a grassroots affiliate, and we have no dedicated income. We rely on the generous donations of our community. And uh, just last year, we started our inaugural year of NAMI Walks Jacksonville, which I'm proud to say that LSF was a sponsor of. Of course, in 2020, we had to pivot to a virtual event. But this year, we're planning NAMI Walks Jacksonville again on October 9th at the Winston Family YMCA, where we will walk in solidarity for mental health awareness. Our goal is to raise $50,000 that is used to directly fund our programs. We're planning an event that will include food trucks, a wellness fair, an MC, the 5K walk, and it's going to be full of fun and support for the increasing need for mental health awareness. And again, this year, LSF is a sponsor of NAMI Walks Jacksonville 21, and we appreciate the support very much. And anyone can come out and join us. You can find information at namiwalks.org slash Jacksonville, where you can sign up as a participant. So please come out and join us on Walk Day. And that is NAMI, N-A-M-I, walks.org, right? That's right. Okay, sounds good. So in regards to family members who want to find out more information about some of the things that we talked about today, where would you direct them? What are some supports that they should be aware of? 
Well, first, you can find information on our website at namijax.org, and it's N-A-M-I-J-A-X.org. And there you can learn about our programs, schedules, times, or request programs for your own organization. You can also call or email our helpline, which is a warm line with trained volunteers who will help answer inquiries or direct you to local resources. And keep in mind that it's not a crisis line. In an emergency, we always encourage people to call the Suicide Prevention Crisis Line or 911 or 988 starting in July 2020 which may be the subject of another podcast, but we will listen and we'll do our best to guide you to the help that you need. There are other incredible mental health providers in our community who provide more specialized services such as OCD, bipolar disorder, or depression, and suicide prevention. Our community is filled with incredible people who have lived experience who are willing to help. Our helpline can guide people to other community resources or you can do a quick search and find them. But one last comment I wanted to say um, that people should know that our programs are purely volunteer run. We rely on people who understand NAMI's mission to help teach classes, facilitate support groups, and tell their story about their mental health journey. If you want to volunteer, please contact us. We're always in need of volunteers to run our life-changing programs. Excellent. It's a great way to reach back and help out, and uh, peer support is always uh, highly valuable. So thank you for those resources and the supports to be able to help out a lot of our family members in our community. And thank you for the, the website as well. Suzanne, it's been great. Thank you so much for our conversation today, and I hope a lot of families are able to benefit from the information that you shared. Yes. Thank you, Scott. I appreciate all you do for breaking down the stigma for mental health and bringing more awareness. Thank you. Thank you. 